When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> hey, 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 folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog. Sitting with my buddy Kev Huggin Duggan. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Um I did we go Yoda. <laughs> I don't know. I no idea. <laughs> well, folks, uh, it's a two-man episode, this uh charger chat. Kyle hopped on the plane early to Hawaii and Hawaii. Uh, just can't be bothered at this point. And who can blame him? If I was on a trip to Hawaii, I wouldn't want to be bothered either. So no, no. Um uh, it's just me and Kevin, and hey, it's 4th of July, baby. Sign me up. Happy birthday, America. Fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. Pew, 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 pew. pew. And I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died. Who gave that right to me. So I'm proudly stand up. All right, that's the like eighth episode in a row. We sang like way too much oh, in the beginning. Next to you, <laughs> and I defend her still today. Oh. And wait, no doubt, I love the sign. God bless the USA. Hua, uh, holy shit! <laughs> um, all right, folks. Well, uh, we had to record this episode kind of quickly, so there's not a ton of new things to talk about over the past couple of days. But this is still going to be a heck of an episode. We've still got. Uh, a Bolt Insight and an Ask Bolt Fam lined up for you guys, so uh, get ready. I mean, the, for the fact that we have as many questions as we do in Ask Bolt Fam. I love you guys. Days, I love you guys so much. This is like, These I are the know. goats, basically. G-O-A-T's. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. these are the goats. Um, but let's start off here at the top to talk about a couple of things that have been going on. Uh, Eric Kendricks is one of the newest additions to our roster, and there's some quotes from other players and coaches about how they feel uh, he's fitting in, uh, and to be noted, like a lot of these guys have had something to say about it. Eric Kendricks, who has been in the league eight, nine years, something yeah, like that. He's, he's a been serious veteran. Yeah. He's a serious veteran and Vikings. people have been talking a lot about this guy. This doesn't sound like a guy like on his last leg kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sebastian Joseph day said he has a great personality. We're always yucking it up outside the locker room. He's a good dude. I really like Eric. I like the energy that he brings. Eric brings quick and concise communication. That's what you need at that position. Quick and concise communication confidence. Uh, he's done a great job helping us get lined up and making the calls. He's a very smart player and a great player as well. We're super excited to have him. 
I'm curious what this is going to do for like our tackling. And a lot of people, there's a couple of videos that came out recently of like the Chargers are primed to do really well this year, but what they sucked at last year was tackling. And I'm, I, I, I have a feeling this is, he's going to be a big difference maker for what happens in those first three yards behind the line, you know, behind that line of scrimmage. Right. So I'm really hoping he can kind of play at his level that he did it at the, for the Vikings and, and really make us a better tackling team. Because there's no reason we should be last in the league for, you know, rushing against, against us. It's ridiculous. I would think not. No, yeah. Um, and then Derwin James uh, said, I love EK. EK is a baller. It's good having EK in the middle. Confident guy. He's still learning everything. It's kind of new to him, but he's going to get it here soon. EK and Eck are a little too close together, in my opinion. Well, yeah, because when you read it, you're like, Eck. Eck. But like, wait, are you who are you talking about? What are we Kendrick? talking about? Yeah, yeah. maybe oh, next. Okay, maybe Kendra. Okay, maybe next year they he gets he gets the X if if X not with us any longer. Ooh, that would be dark. That's <laughs> that's a dark thought. That's a dark thought. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it, he's so far hitting. T- do, everybody's saying all great things about this guy. Absolutely. Um, and the one that most matters is Coach Staley. Uh, And Coach Staley said, I think that you guys have probably seen it talking to him and his teammates. uh, He's fitting right in. He's a competitor. He's such a complete player. He has so much experience. It's important that when you're bringing guys in from the outside that they're going to add to your football team. He's done that in a short amount of time. He has a great way about him. He's humble. He's learning, too, at times. Uh, But he has just so much experience to draw from. Uh, for a player of his caliber, of his accomplishments, he's an all-pro Walter Payton Man of the Year. We'd love that. Uh, this is one of the top players that has position over an entire decade. So that respect means a lot. I'm really happy that he's proud to be a part of us. I love that the fact that he fits so well with his teammates. I know that he's going to help us be a championship-caliber team. I think that should make all of us feel like we're on the right track. But I also know that he is going to really add to what we have. He's going to help make our culture even better, even stronger. This is this is so interesting because last year, you know, we brought in some specialty defensive players, guys that are veterans for Mm -hmm. Staley. Right. And we didn't see much of them together on the field at the same time. Like Khalil Mack had the best year in terms of playing the most. But you didn't see J.C. Jackson. You know what right. I mean? You, yeah. you didn't see uh, Johnson on the defensive line in, in the middle there. You didn't mm-hmm. see these guys. So if he's bringing he, I feel like once we get all these guys healthy and on the same page, it's going to be exactly what Staley needs to have a really strong, you know, defensive showing for the year. I just I feel really good about this. I feel bad that um, what happened to, to get him, but I'm glad he's sure. here. I am too. I, I, you know, I think about prior um, veteran players that we've brought in, you know, other guys that we had kind of really high expectations for, and then they didn't quite meet those expectations. I think of like Thomas Davis, I think was one who we brought in as that veteran presence and somebody who, you know, teammates could look up to as far as like, uh, everything that they're saying right now about Kendricks and so far Kendricks hasn't played a snap for us, but given the amount of time, it's not like he's coming off. We're not picking him up like off of an injury or something like that, that yeah. he's having to come back from. It's just like Vikings were done with him. You know, whatever happened over there is done. And now he's over here and he just seems to be like an awesome team player. Like that's, you know, it's 
that's what you're looking for in an off season, especially with, like you said, a position that we're, we need to get better at a hundred percent. You know, we all loved Drew Tranquil and love what he brought to this team, but he was still a rookie in a rookie contract. Yeah. This is a guy now that's coming in and same with uh, Kyler Murray, a rookie in a rookie contract. Now we're bringing in a veteran guy who can come in. The players love him. The coach loves him. Uh, the social media team loves him. I remember I just saw the video of like getting all the players to make like animal sounds. Yeah. And there was seemed to be like zero hesitation. He was from on fire. Eric Hendricks. He was yeah. just like immediately going at it. So he's fun to play with, like in every aspect that you could say. So I'm extremely excited to see this guy. Uh, I hope he brings everything that he does to this team. I'll be curious to see if he ends up getting that that C patch on, on his jersey because I, of how much everybody's been talking about him. I think I think there's a good chance for that. And I think it's something you interesting you just said that I didn't really thought about. Like there's other linebackers that we've bought brought in at the tail end of their career. Like the one I remember kind of the most is Takeo Spikes. Remember oh, Takeo yeah. with the giant neck muscles are up here. Oh yeah. And, and these but they're bringing in leaders that didn't quite have the the physicalness, the, it wasn't physicality. fully there anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like we're now bringing in leaders that also are the, at the top of their game mm-hmm. um, or at the very beginning of maybe the trail off at the top of their game. So I, I like that we're getting these guys just a little bit earlier in their career than we have yeah. in the past. And, I, and I'm really pulling for him because he's been, you know, he's been a stud for the Vikings. And if he can help us and call the shots and get everyone lined up, get everyone in the right place, be that that green dot we we want, it'll be awesome. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if he does get that green dot. I mean, as far as a veteran, it makes sense to give him the green dot. That's I know Derwin's position. had it a couple times, uh, but I think it's better for Derwin not to have the green dot. It would be better to have a veteran out there who, if he can pick up the playbook and really understand how it all goes, which by all accounts he should. Yeah then this should be a really exciting upgrade to the defense that might be that under-the-radar thing because we really haven't picked up any other extra players, any other veteran players. Like, he's Kendricks the, is the He's the guy. splash. He's the splash this year. So, yeah. let's let's cannonball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, fingers crossed, cannonball. And you can cannonball your way over to patreon.com slash charger chat. Uh, check out all the funny videos we got over there, all the yucks, all the... Hangouts and, you know, just great times. Just good times. Just good over times. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Uh, and be sure to, if you do join, uh, join at the Special 10 level because we have a monthly hangout where you get to hang out with us and chat and talk. And then you also get one of these bad boys, those patches right there, right. folks. You can put it anywhere. You can put it on your jersey, put it on your hat, put it on your on your leggings, on your laptop. Car. I saw somebody put it on their laptop. It looks awesome. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen this yet. Oh, yeah. We got tagged. It's awesome. Oh, I got to look it up then. Okay. Well, so yeah, patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out all the fun stuff we got over there. But if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the fun stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chat tiers in the member section and ask questions in Askable Fam. So go check out Charger Chat. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. All right, gang, it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight, and we have a familiar face My joining boy. us. One of our favorites, I love honestly, I love especially me and Kevin, because yeah. this guy loves movies as much as we do, oh, so yeah. we can really oh, get, talk movie. Get ready. Get ready. Ooh. It's coming okay. in hot. All right, let's go. All right. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype, because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and oh my God, he's back. Jake Hefner from the Chargers Unleashed podcast. What's going on, brother? What is happening, man? It's been way too long since we've gotten a chance to do this. Always, always, always enjoy coming onto the show, talking football with you, and I'm excited for this one. We're in the drum-dums of the offseason right now, and it sucks. We need as much football to talk about as we possibly can. Oh. Yeah, I know. I feel you, dude. And likewise, I'm so happy to have you back on. It's always fun to catch up with you. And we came up with a little something interesting that we'll do at the end of the segment. We had a little time to prepare. So we're going to leave you with that. We'll come back to it. We'll circle around. But we got to start off with, uh, you know, how's everything going on over at the Chargers Unleashed? How are you guys doing? It's great, man. We're just, again, trying to get through the offseason. We we got what? Because it'll be July next week. So we got about four and a half weeks before (laughs) we finally kick it up with training camp. So. You know, slowly, but the more and more that we just keep looking at this, it's going to just go by so damn slow. Yeah. It sucks. It's like having to turn on sports stations that you normally listen to in the morning. Yeah. And there's nothing about football or it's the same t- topics of football. It's just like, can we just get to the 2023 season, please? Exactly. Let's go. Or it's like, I feel like the last couple of days has been poke a charger where they're starting to put up lists about <laughs> <laughs> Herbert. Yes. I'm like, what do you guys want? You guys are yes. bored right now. What's exactly. going on? Yeah, it's Monday, you know, June 26th. Let's see if we can't antagonize an entire fan base. Yeah, let's, let's get them angry. Let's poke uh, Let's poke everyone. They poke Sean Merriman. Like, what are you guys poking the bear for? Don't poke right. the bear. Come on now. Yeah. Be smarter what than that. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So, you know, we haven't talked since we hired our new offensive coordinator. I just wanted to get your thoughts and impressions on, you know, we had a, two days with them where we kind of saw a little competition, seven-on-seven seven stuff. What are your thoughts on Kellen Moore and what he's going to do for us? It's wild, man. I mean, you really, everything that you start hearing about as of now, and yes, I know I've been saying this for the past two months, whether it's been in May or it's been in June, which we currently are right now, but to get these this type of feedback, and yes, to see what you see in the seven-on-seven seven highlights that we've seen from the Chargers Twitter account, it just gets you optimistic, not just from the standpoint of what Justin Herbert is capable of doing. You already kind of see those corrections in his mechanic, his release point. Let's not have any more of those batted down passes for a guy who's six six sure. and his size. There's no reason why that those passes should be getting batted down. But even from the run game standpoint as well, it's just that was one less thing that Justin Herbert had to assist him last year. It's still amazing that Austin Eckler was able to put up the numbers that he did, given how porous the run game was throughout the entirety of the regular season. But Kellen Moore 
Gilmore, I think, has a definitive plan what he wants to do with this offense. I personally think he just has basically carte blanche to do really whatever it is that he wants. I don't think that you're going to have any type of friction at all between him and Staley as far as who needs to do what or that Staley's going to try to insert himself into it. I think he's basically just going to leave this all up to Kellen Moore. But in terms of the run game, in terms of the downfield passing attack that obviously you see what the Chargers went out and invested in this season. Big time. I'm excited, man. I because I think it's I think it's things that we're finally going to see in this offense that we've expected to see the past two years with Joe Lombardi, especially when we're talking about the red zone yeah. for this offense. I think you're going to see a complete different turnaround. I think you're going to see an entirely different look and just expect some high scoring games. Yeah, no, it's exciting, man. And it was kind of interesting. You kind of like now that we've you know don't have Lombardi anymore, you kind of look back and kind of what he did and kind of came in and kind of brought a system and forced this on that. And, and even just as simple as bringing in a backup quarterback that knew his system well. And then you see Kellen come in. He's like, all right, who are our guys? Let's go. Who we got here? We're going to make this work. My system, your system, we're going to put it together. So it'll be, I'll be curious to see what is kept and what is just tossed. Yeah. I mean, I, I still think it's probably a majority of it is going to be new to the entirety of the team. But I still think you're going to you're going to have aspects of it for sure. I mean, you know, you you pigeon I always like to pigeonhole the Chargers offense and defense in two games. I thought personally the Miami game was the best coach game offensively and defensively that Brandon Staley and Joe Lombardi had collectively game planned and prepared for. Sure. I you go a little bit further, you know, the Indy game could be one, the Ram game obviously where they finally got a like a big win later in the season, that could be another one. But I I think you're just going to finally see the best of putting Justin Herbert in a position where he obviously can succeed. The cachet of weapons that you now have for him to utilize properly to not just say, "Hey, Justin, it's third and 12. Make sure you see 13 and just go to him no matter how many people are covering him. Yeah. You know, you got to get away with that and you got to get him to have more viable weapons, but also be able to trust these guys in those certain situations. So how you're going to deploy these wide receivers, how you're going to deploy these tight ends, what's your running game going to do for you? If we're talking about your running game, getting you two to three extra yards on First down, for example, that's a huge difference in the long one. We're talking about when the Chargers come around to the third down. So I, I think the progress for what Kellen Moore has implemented is obviously have the Chargers winning on early downs and scoring in the red zone. And that's what you need to do in this league. 100%. And it's exciting to see what this left side of the line is going to be. Moving Zion over, having Rashawn back. Like those are two first rounders, anchor, you know, on that left side of the line. So what does that mean for the run game? And how how safe is that blind side going to be? It's interesting because we all kind of figured at the beginning of the season that it was going to be Rashawn Slater next to Jamari Sawyer. And you just the con the mental concept of that to think of those two guys yeah. next to one another is just it's beef. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of beef lot on the beef. left side. But I like this idea of moving Zion over to the left side. It's more of his natural position than him playing where right guard. Obviously, Jamari is kind of a Swiss Army knife because he played so many different offensive line positions throughout college. So I don't think that him moving over to the right guard spot is going to be an issue at all. But we were just talking about this. Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus had rated the Chargers offensive line going into this season as the ninth best, which is a huge jump from where it was last Big year. Big time, yeah. 
and you get Rashawn Slater back. You plug in Zion Johnson next to him, which those two combos should be pretty nice. Insert him next to Corey Lindsley on the right side, which should obviously make Zion Johnson a better player when you insert him between Rashawn and Corey Lindsley. And then just, again, see the continued improvement of Trey Pipkins. We talked about this it feels like for years, but when it came down to it for this year and a contract year that he needed to have it, I thought the work that he's done with Rashawn Slater and Duke Mannyweather in the offseason has been phenomenal. I think he's really done a good job of prepping himself and improving his game. So you look at Trey Pipkins as like really the only weak point of this offensive line, and it's not really that weak. Man, think about what you could do behind this offensive line. We've come a long way, man. I just remember the years and years of Phil not having anything and just Jared Gaither. Oh, dude, just like big lazy. It was brutal, dude. Like it was just a brutal time. Um, And the fact that we're now investing in it and looking what we could be if we can stay healthy is going to be exciting, not only for the run game, but for especially for Justin. You know that Philip Rivers was at one point saying, you know, when the Chargers started drafting all these high offensive linemen in their picks, you know, he's it's like at home the- just saying like, "Dead gummit." Like, yeah, on, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> for hell, for sure. So, um, yeah, well, let's let's jump over to the training camp. Like, there's there's so many different things that we're gonna look at. There's so many different things that could develop. You got J.C. Jackson. Is he good? Is he healthy enough? Is he going to be able to start, you know, week one? Is it the wide receiving core? What does this look like? Who's one, two, three? And how does that all mesh? Is it one, two, three? Or is it one, two, A, two, B, two, C? Like, how does that work? So what are you looking for? You know, what do you want to see coming out of training camp? Training camp, uh, there's so many camp battles to watch, man. I mean, obviously seeing J.C. Jackson back there in week one. When we first heard this news drop from Tom Telesco back in March, and he said, yeah, there's a good chance that he could be ready by week one. Everybody clicked. I was like, was what? Like, yeah, so totally. You said that, right? It's yeah. like, what? Let me, let me, you heard no that reaction. too, right? I heard it. Yeah. You heard it? I, yeah. Everybody was fact-checking everybody. Yeah. Like, he said that, right? Okay, so to to hear him say that, and then now we're at a, at a position where you've seen all of his rehab work in the offseason, and now that he's actually at mandatory minicamp, even though he's just working off on the sidelines, I mean, I think my – my colleague, Dan Wolkenstein, said it best. No matter if this works or if it fails, you really have to give the guy credit 100%. for coming back from a very, very rare injury. This isn't your, you know, your torn ACLs that happen. You know, it's basically just run of the mill and people know how people can recover from that. You get a torn patella and to have that on a cornerback that just yeah. cutting is everything for him. And some people have come back from it, but they've never been the same from it. So it really is a testament to J.C. Jackson's work ethic, but to have him back and obviously in a defense where I'm sure that Brandon Staley is going to know from the get-go how to utilize him better because collectively there was a lot of opinions that those first few weeks he wasn't being utilized properly. I think it was half that. I think it was also half of him playing catch-up off of that you know, last-minute foot surgery that he had, which basically wiped out those last three and a half weeks of him at training camp. So he was still playing catch-up at that point, too. So you start fresh with Brandon Staley. You insert him into a a scheme and utilize him properly. You still have Derek Ansley and Tom Donatel that he's familiar with. Now, all of a sudden, this defensive coaching staff, it's littered with secondary coaches. So if you get him back healthy... I think we're going to get the J.C. Jackson that we were all expecting to see from New England. Outside of that for storylines, 
Let's talk about the running backs. Obviously, we're still waiting to see, like, it's going to be Austin Eckler and who is it behind him. Let's see the emergence of Isaiah Spiller because we never got to see Isaiah Spiller in a, in a fair shot last year. It was either Larry Roundtree, Joshua Kelly was in, was in there, and then he ended up getting injured. Sony Michelle was dabbled in a little bit. I never un- fully understood why they were not giving him a crack at any one of those weeks, especially yeah. later in the year. So, and, with Sony, and with Sony Michelle, like, what's going on? What, what are we doing here? Right. So I never fully understood that. So I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see how this this tight end group is going to be utilized because I know it's the same group of what we had last year. And a lot of people were expecting that the Chargers were going to bring in either a free agent tight end or go out and draft one. Neither of those have happened yet. Keep your ears peeled because that might happen as we get closer to the beginning of the regular season. And then... Dude, the defensive line competition. Yeah. Holy crap, man. Yeah. As much as we want to give this unit flack for the run defense that they allowed last year, there are some dudes on this team. And oh, this yeah. is after this some is after war- losing five guys. Maybe some war daddies or the offseason. War yeah. daddies, oh, one yeah. might say. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, Scott Matlock, dude. I mean I'm excited it, for this dude. Everybody should be excited about Scott Matlock, especially just listening to some of his first interviews. Like that gets yeah, you hyped. Totally. That's that's some WWE stuff that just like yeah yeah you know that wants to sell tickets. Gerard Clark, undrafted free agent. You haven't had a guy like that that size really that close since the old days of Jamal Williams. Yeah. So there is a lot of girth, a lot of beef on this offensive line. Hopefully, obviously, Austin Johnson and Tito Ogbaniba, they they end up coming back uh, healthy for this season. But all of a sudden, you ha- are like, we're talking six deep, so how many of the Chargers actually going to keep? And then lastly, I'm interested to see who's going to win out the wide receiver six competition. And I know that right now, we could probably pencil in Jalen Guyton to that. He has not practiced up until this point. Everybody expects him to start training camp, which I do as well. Pokey Wilson is kind of growing on me a little bit. Yeah. I know it's early, but he's been getting work in OTAs and minicamp. And with Jalen, it's interesting because, yes, he's, he's still your fastest guy on your team. Yes. Downfield threat. Absolutely. Pokey Wilson, though, while he may be slower and, le- and yes, obviously inexperienced, he's a little bit more flexible for the positions that he can play. So... Anytime that you could add that type of versatility to an offense, as, and especially as a weapon, coaches are going to take note of that. So he can go deep. He can play in the slot where Jalen, you know, is much more of your down threat guy. So I'm interested to see how that work goes. I think it's going to be interesting when it comes down to it. And finally, it just looks like the Chargers are going to keep six wide receivers, something that they haven't done for the past three years. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with this year too. them holding on to everybody and not making cuts throughout. It's going to be one day. It's going to be like we have all these guys and then boom like laid waste to the, to the, uh, you know, guys at camp. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm especially the defensive line. I'm kind of excited to see, like, I like how Staley decides, like, I see a problem. We had a major problem last year. We're going to address it. And what I like about Staley is he's addressing those things as he goes. You know what I mean? And he absolutely addressed that. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. And, uh, all right, man. Well, the time is now. The time oh, is yes. now for our, so we have a shared um, excitement for one thing specifically, and it's horror movies. Um, you love horror movies. I love horror movies. I love your posts. I'm always like responding to them and I make them and watch them all the time. <laughs> so we're like, okay, how can we incorporate that into some chargers stuff? So we came up with an idea. We're going to have, uh, we have five players and we need to pick a horror movie that suits that player. 
Um, and then we're going to wrap it up with the, what team, our team this year, what horror movie would our team be? So let's kick this off the way we should. Um, we got to go number 10. So Justin Herbert, what horror movie is Justin Herbert? You know, this was interesting because I kind of like look at all the aspects of Justin Herbert. Obviously, the rookie record's broken, everything that he's back for this year. I was trying to incorporate his, like, in, you know, and throw a little bit of shade. It's like, okay, what can I use from like a social media quarterback? I try to throw that in there as well to try to throw some shade on that narrative. And what I came up with, believe it or not, was Jason X. Okay. J- Jason X. And I say this, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of just Justin Herbert's status from last year, now coming into this year. Because Jason X early, if you haven't seen the movie, he goes to space. Oh, he's in space, dude. It's yeah. full-blown space, Jason. He's he's still in his old form. He's still getting a few kills in. But then there comes a point in the movie where he just absolutely gets blown away and gets his ass kicked and is just basically disintegrated. Yeah. But then, but then he gets upgraded. Super upgraded. Super upgraded. He's smashing people against trees, breaking faces into tables. Yes. Next level yes. energy. Yes. So I think that now that arm's back healthy, the upgrade from Kellen Moore at offensive coordinator... Your mechanics are fixed a little bit. You got all these weapons. You have everything in your cache now to just go out and start dominating. I love it, Jason X. I love it. Okay, uh, for Justin, for me, I went, I went a lot. I went older. I went to a '70s movie, mm. um, and it is. It's. I don't know if many people have seen it. So it is. The movie is called The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, and this, so I, this is Dario Argento. And the reason oh, it's yes. pretty simple. He, he was a bird, right? Or he's a duck. So that makes sense. And he's also really beautiful when he plays. So the plumage is all about the, like, hey, look at me. I'm rad. You know what I mean? Like that kind of energy. And, and, and the movie's basically about a serial killer. And he's going to kill everyone in the AFC West this year. So that, that's kind of how I felt. Bird, the bird with the crystal plumage. I like your aspect of getting the Italian horror films in Gotta there. Very the nicely done. There. Gotta get yes. the giallo in there. So, um, all right, cool. Next one. Austin Eckler, what you got? So for Austin, this was another one that was kind of difficult for me. And I had to think of just someone that despite his size, despite anything in front of him, the dude just still keeps coming. Child's play too. Child's play too. I like that that you would too specifically. I love that because it's just for that third act alone when they're in, when they're in the, you know, the good guy store and he's chasing him through all the hallways. And first he gets his hand ripped off and then he replaces that with his knife. Yeah. And then he comes after Andy and he, and he swings (laughs) and he misses and he gets his legs taken off by the machine. And he puts himself in a cart and he just still is not giving up. And then he gets wax dumped on him. And then even still, he keeps coming. They finally have to insert a tube into his mouth. And he finally just blows up. And it's just like, the dude just kept coming. It didn't matter how big he was. Didn't matter if he was strong or not. The dude just kept coming. So last year, considering however you want to rate the Chargers run game, it wasn't that good. But no matter that, he still ended up putting up ridiculous stats. So for one of the littlest guys that's out there on the field... This dude just keeps coming. I love it. I love it. That's a great answer. And I love your, you brought the, uh, you brought the info with you. You brought the whole third act with you and you nailed it. And I love that. Uh, mine's, <laughs> this is not a shot, uh, Austin. I'm just one, if you, you're not going to listen to this, but if you did, I'm not taking the piss out of you on this one, but it, it makes sense to me. Okay. I got to go leprechaun because he's looking for his pot of gold this off season. 
Oh that, man, I had to oh, go leprechaun. I had to go leprechaun. No, there's nothing other, anything other than that. It's just the pot of gold. That was just had to be done. Oh, that is genius. I loved it. I don't know why I did not think Thank of you. that one. That is a great comparison. I, I'm sorry, Austin. I didn't mean it. Um, I wish you would have found your pot of gold. Um, so, all right, let's go to the uh, the bear himself, Joey Bosa. What you got? Oh, dude, this should be low hanging fruit. Yeah. Cocaine bear. <laughs> Cocaine oh, I didn't bear, even think man. of that. That's perfect. Cocaine bear, man. That's you know, just jazz a bear up, nasty, <laughs> unstoppable. What are you gonna do? How are you gonna stop this guy when he's healthy? And and not on cocaine, obviously. <laughs> I like that cocaine, cocaine bear. bear. I love it. Um, I went with, and also I'm not taking cheap shots, guys. It's just I couldn't help but think of this movie, and I don't know why. I'm sorry, Joey. Um, I went with it, and the reason I went with it is because I'm not gonna lie. You saw it. We saw it. He acted like a clown at the end of that playoff game, right? But he's still scary as shit, and you don't want to go near him. And you kind of want him on your team if you're a bad guy. So I had to go with it. I like it. K Killer clown. So I like it. All right. JC Jackson, what you got? Oh, dude. Reanimator 1985. I dude, that was Gordon. my number. That was my number one. That was yes. my number one. Okay. Awesome. How is it? How is it not reanimated? Yeah, it's got to like, be reanimated. I actually had a couple of more ideas, but there's one specifically that I originally had for JC Jackson. And I thought, no, you know, I got that. I got that idea for a different one. But dude, how is it not reanimated? It's definitely reanimator. Given everything that he has gone through between last season and right now, total candidate for uh, comeback player of the year. This is definitely reanimator. <laughs> I love it. Wow, perfect. We lined up perfectly on that one. Um, and then this is the hard one. This is the one I had the toughest time with. Um, Dicker the Kicker. What do you have for a horror movie for Dicker the Kicker? This was very hard for me, and this might even be a stretch. And to be perfectly honest, this isn't even necessarily a horror movie that I actually enjoy. But for those of you who have seen the movie Grindhouse, okay. which has both Planet Terror and Death Proof, yes. Death, Proof, Death Proof definitely being the better of the two films. But if people remember Planet Terror, there's a scene where one of the main characters ends up getting her her leg amputated and replaces it with an M4 yeah, right. that just ends up being an absolute <laughs> weapon and starts mowing down a bunch of zombies. <laughs> How does she fire off this M4 without even pulling the trigger? Who knows? Who cares? Exactly. But her leg's a weapon. And in this case, for Dicker the Kicker, it's got to be that. I love it. That's a great answer. Um, I'm going to go. So I've had I have this theory that um, Dicker the Kicker is somehow related to Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you look at him, smile, look at the teeth. I, I'm just oh going to be honest with God. you, dude. It's just it's just what it is. So I'm going to go Terminator because he's just like he feels like he's just going to not stop. Like, I just, I don't feel, ever feel this comfortable with the kicker where I don't watch the kick. I go to the bathroom, come back, and he made the extra point. You know what I mean? Like, that's some real Terminator shit right there, in my opinion. I like it. So I like it. That's good. I, I will probably never look at Cameron Dick. Oh, the same get ready for that. Again. When you see that smile, that's all Schwarzenegger right there, dude. It's all Schwarzenegger. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, all right, cool. This is the big one. The team, if the team was a horror movie, what would it be? So I actually had four answers for this. One that I finally actually decided upon, and I kept going back and forth. So I had Return of the Living Dead in there okay, because of all the injuries that took place with this team last year. I had The Exorcist because you just, you got to just get the demons of that Jacksonville game just out of your stomach. Let's move on from that. Let's get it out. I had The Descent, basically just this team digging themselves in this 
you know, proverbial hole that the media likes to kind of put them in and just expect that they're never going to do anything. And then the Chargers really have to literally dig themselves out of yeah. and face their demons and finally that. get out of there. But by just a weird coincidence, <laughs> from January 14th of last year, which was the Chargers playoff game to the Jacksonville, if you do the math and you run January 14th, to July 26th, yeah. which is the start of training camp. It is almost exactly, it's actually within three days of 28 weeks later. Okay. okay. 28 weeks later. <laughs> I love it, dude. Let's go, dude. Let's turn the page. 28 weeks later. Let's roll. I love it, dude. I love that. I love that you came up with that many. I, I had two. I had two. But the one doesn't really have a great explanation why. But the ring, man. We're, we're going to bring that home this year. Got to go to the ring. Got to go to the ring. We're going to get some creepy girls through TVs. Everyone's haunted. It's going to happen. Dan Wolkis, I would love your optimism right now. <laughs> the ring. Seriously. The ring. He would love it. Every, I thought awesome. we were going to win it last year, but hey, I, Kyle and I make this joke. We keep saying it. Eventually, we're going to be right. Eventually, it's going it's right. to hit. The odds are going to play. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just don't look talk. Look at our shit for the last eight years. <laughs> um, but Jake, dude, you're the man. I love doing this. We got to do this more often. And absolutely really sir. appreciate you coming on, brother. We really do. Anytime, dude. Always appreciate uh, coming on here, talking football with you and now horror movies. I mean, hell, let's, let's just make it a more regular thing, dude. Again, thanks to you. And thanks to you and the guys. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll definitely do it again soon. Let's do it. Wow. Man. All right. Ring, we'll talk ring, to you soon. Ring, and, uh, ring, yeah, ring. man. Have a good off season. It's funny, right, man, you know, too. when you right, when you're talking horror movies, because you're like, ah, horror movies. There so many negative things happen, but somehow you guys found a way to take the horror movie narrative and make them positive for the Wait, charger chat. Come a little closer. I got to see something. I got to see your eye real quick. Is that, is that a gleam of you wanting to get in on this? Yeah. That's very scary. Oh yeah. What you just did was very scary. <laughs> so it's now your turn. <laughs> Wool dog. Justin Herbert, go. Who you got? Okay. What's your horror movie? So <laughs> it's funny the, there's, I had to come up with some, variants as well because i was sitting here watching this going like ah shit (laughs) so i initially as i'm thinking about it i actually had the ring for justin herbert because i was like he needs the ring nice but you're i think your answer for the entire team needs lord of that's not horror but lord of the ring that's not horror um so the one that i came up with and again props to jake for not just looking at a movie title and applying and doing what I did. Player. Yeah. Well, it's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jake was so taking, on point with that dude. Taking the, like the, the scenes, the actual moments and applying that to the player, Jake, I bow down to you, dude. Yeah. That was perfect. So the one that I <laughs> came up with for Justin Herbert is uh, a movie. It's kind of a recent movie. It's not my favorite movie by any stretch, but uh, the title, it comes at night. I say that for Justin Herbert because we're talking about Justin Primetime Prime Herbert. Oh, I like comes that. Comes at night. <laughs> it comes at night. Justin Herbert, that's my movie. Uh, that's a great answer. I like that one too. <laughs> All right. Next up, Austin Eckler. All right. Austin Eckler. This one I did kind of have to veer from the title and focus more on like, okay, this is a movie that a lot of people didn't necessarily know what it was about. It was a very underappreciated movie. It was one that kind of hit people by surprise in the same way that Austin Eckler was. We're talking about an undrafted free agent 
came in, wasn't even drafted. And then all of a sudden he's got a contract with the chargers for, I think it was four years was what we signed him up for. So mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Blair witch project, the, the movie that uh, nobody really saw coming, but then when it hit, it exploded as Austin Eckler has these past couple seasons, topping the touchdown charts. So that's mine for Austin Eckler, the Blair Witch Project. Get out of the Who corner. <laughs> Get out of the corner. I'm just going to... I don't want to move my camera, but um, I'd make it fall over if I could. <coughs> okay. Um, Joey Bosa. All right. Now, Jake took this one, the cocaine bear. That was the freaking perfect one yep. for Joey Bosa. But I had a backup uh, because if there's anybody on this team that gets a little crazy... More than anybody else, it feels like it's Joey Bosa. So I went with the re, 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 psycho. Nice. Joey Bosa, psycho. He's a madman. He's crazy. <laughs> Joey Bosa. And he loves his mom. Psycho. And he yeah. loves his mom. <laughs> loves her. <laughs> loves her. <laughs> okay. Uh, JC Jackson. All right. So JC Jackson, I agree. Reanimator Re- was the, the move. That's, that's the, the perfect one. Um, I also had the exorcist for him as well, just because he had to exercise like, hey man, I'm on this new team. I'm coming in and then boom, I'm I'm down. Exercise down the, the tendon. Exercise you know I mean? the tendon, yes. <laughs> um, but the other one that I initially thought for him, uh which I think Again, I, I I don't even know if I need to spin this or not, but the one that I came up for him was Jeepers Creepers uh, was because I, I think of more of that kind of like there's a lore behind him. We've seen what he can do. He's oh. had like the most interceptions and but we haven't had a chance to necessarily see that yet. So I'm hoping little Jeepers Creepers actually Jackson. Jackson. Where'd you get Where'd that you get football? J.C. Jackson. <laughs> Picking it out of the air. Um, so there you go. Jeepers Creepers. That's mine for for JC Jackson. Beautiful. I really like that movie too. I remember seeing that in theaters That's a great and being movie. like, holy yeah. shit, this is intense. It was terrifying. It was really scary. Especially yeah. the ending. That's one of the all-time like terrible, oh, yeah. horrifying endings. Bleak. Bleak yeah. endings. Bleak. Yeah. All right. Dick or the kicker. All right. Dick or the kicker. Thank God Nyland, one of you said this one. Uh there's been so much talk. And from myself included about, uh, we have Dustin Hopkins, we have Dicker the Kicker. Uh, how are we going to make a decision? Who who are we going to pick? Well, we need to let the right one in. Uh, <laughs> the Swedish horror film, uh, let the right one in, Dicker the Kicker. I think he's the right one that we need to let in. Let's uh, let him in. <laughs> that's really funny. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> okay. All right. Last but not least, the team. What do you got? All right. Now the team. Uh, this is one where I actually I had three as well. And God bless you guys. Neither one of you said any of these. Um nice. Initially, I thought lights out because we need to have a lights out type mentality. That's like what that. this I like team that. needs. Um, I also had Attack the Block, which is a more recent kind of uh, alien-y kind of horror movie. Uh, British. Gotta defend our territory kind gotta of energy. Defend. We got to attack the block. Yeah. We got to take care of our, our hometown. We got to fight for LA, Let's as go. they say. Uh, but I think the one that we got to pick, <laughs> because I think it has a lot more ties to the to the podcast than most realize yet, uh, is Jaws. Got to be Jaws. Gotta we got to be, be the team. 
that nobody sees coming, but when we attack, we we make a mark. Yeah. We 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 are something to be reckoned with. And uh and when you and you're not gonna hear it, you're not gonna see it, you're just gonna have that that's the Chargers team. We're not it's not gonna be you know, people are going to take us down. They're going to say the Chargers, they're not Super Bowl contenders. They're just a fish. It's just a fish. Come on. It's summer. We got to open these beaches. Go swimming. <laughs> Everybody goes swimming. It's fine. Yeah. They're just the Chargers. Yeah. And then, boom, they get them. Guess who, guess who the Kittner boy is going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Patrick Mahomes? Tua. Tua. Oh, Tua. <laughs> Week one, baby. Eat, eat them up. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Let's go. His mom just comes up and slaps Brandon yeah. <laughs> What have you done to my boy? <laughs> you knew the Chargers were here all along and you did nothing? <laughs> the Kittner boy. <laughs> yeah. He's just a boy. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, this Fitting was fun. that it's a dolphin we're going to eat. I love that. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I loved everything else you had to say there, Jake, as far as like Kellen Moore. I, I think that's the one thing, too, that we haven't really talked about a lot uh, this offseason is the the issues. We had a lot of issues last season, but the one that I think was really amazing was our inefficiency in the red zone. Yeah. And mentioning that really brought back like a lot of like, oh, man, yeah, that was such a it wasn't a guarantee that we were going to get a touchdown when we got in the red zone. It was really frustrating. So I'm really excited to see what Kellen Moore does with this offense and to see what they do. Um, but that horror movie comparison, that was so much fun. Yeah. And again, do. Jake, you killed it, man. As far as like uh, the child's play two one, that one that was is, next level. That was so freaking perfect. That yeah. was, I can't, was that can't pull. be top. No, um, I think we had to bring him back again around Halloween for whoever we're playing and do another version. Yes. See what happens. Let's get you in it with me and we'll all do okay. it together. Count me in. Cinephile. 100% in. Uh, Jake, thank you Thanks, for coming man. on and, and sitting with Kev. That was just a, a bunch of fun for this this doldrum off season. Yeah. Basically, like you said. Um, but uh, now, folks, it is time to go on to the next segment. Uh, it is Ask Bolt Fam. Again, I cannot believe how many questions awesome. we got in like two days. Yeah. You guys are amazing, so let's just get to it. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam, and we start off with a swipe of graphics. Who asked the question? Hell yeah. What's the best 4th of July meal? Also, would you rather have Herbert's brisket or Papa Duggan's full course 4th of July meal? Anywho, fuck the Raiders, bolt the fuck up, and K love you, bye. All right. 4th of July. Yeah. It's the 4th of July. And I'm in so, Croatia, and they don't and celebrate the 4th of July here. <laughs> when was the last time you had a 4th of July meal? <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, I will I will say my dad is a pretty good on the grill. He is. Um, yes, I've had it. But oh, brisket. <laughs> for Herbert's brisket, that means I have to get it from him and I'd meet him. So that's an easy answer for me. Right. <laughs> I know Dave. I've lived with him most of my life. Like, 
You've Ooh. had years of Papa Duggan's full course Fourth of July meal. Slightly when burnt hamburgers, you? sliders. I've had <laughs> oh, those. Man, <laughs> hey, he does make a good like the Hawaiian roll, like the little Hawaiian rolls, and he puts little patties on. Not all of them. They're not equally cooked all the time. I've, they're really good though. Little sweet bread and butter pickle on it. Fucking knock it out of the park. Look at Dave. that. They're little patties. <laughs> little patties. <laughs> um. All right. What well, are you, what, are you, what are you eating? What are you eating, old dog? I mean, the best. The, I mean, just in general, the best Fourth of July meal is a is for me. It's a it's a barbecued hot dog, a nice thick one. Like, glizzy, a big thick glizzy. I mean, like back in the day, I don't know what happened to these hot dogs. This is a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Hebrew National used to make. Uh, they were called beef knockwurst. They were the best hot dogs that you could buy at the store. They're gone now. I don't know what happened to them, and I've not done a, Google, a simple Google search. Might just tell me like, oh, they were poisoned. Or something like that. Twelve <laughs> a people lot of people died. died. Yeah, that, might, that might be the clue. But I, I don't know what happened to them. They were the best hot dogs. So one of those barbecued, got some nice char on there. Barbecue, you know, put a little char on the buns, some potato chips, nice, some watermelon, nice cold beer, and some fireworks. Cold beer. Oh God, come on, sign me up. Cannibal. Um. And yes, uh, Papa Duggan does make great. He does. Uh, I'm not, and he makes, food. dude, homemade French fries. It's okay. Everyone can make homemade French fries. My dad makes pretty awesome homemade French fries. <laughs> it's a simple, it's a simple tin item, but it's I've, very delicious. Yeah. But I, I, you can't say no to Herbert's brisket. No, I can't. You can't. <laughs> I can easily say no to Papa not, Duggan. I can't say no <laughs> <yeah>. to Herbert. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Um, all right. Well, swipe a graphics. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Mr. Peck R. Who asked the question? Chargers social media posted some pictures of my boys from the bolts with some fish they caught while fishing. Needless to say, it was epic. The best part is that they picked the smallest fish for Justin Herbert to be holding. However, the Chargers social media team is at it again. The fish he is holding is called a sheep shed, and its slang name is goat. You see where I'm going with this? <laughs> Our goat is holding a goat. <laughs> Justin freaking the goat Herbert. But anyways, can someone please get me a meeting with these chargers that love fishing? I work at a fishing company in Southern California. Come on, man. Can't the charger chat make this happen? If so, would you guys join us all on a private charter to help sway your minds that fishing is boring? Answering this next question, uh, to count of three, who would catch the biggest fish between the three of you? Happy 4th of July, Charger Chat. To all my fellow Charger Chatteers out there, stay safe, stay bolted, and most importantly, stay sexy, you savage beasts. BTFU, FTR, and K, I love you, bye. One, two, two, three, three Kyle. Me. <laughs> Sorry, Maybe. I got to bring the shitty Kyle energy for for this episode. <laughs> so Kyle's the best at everything, and he catches the most fish. <laughs> he said facetiously. <laughs> no, but dude, private charter. Uh, I love fishing. Let's go. Awesome all yeah. day. Uh, th uh, way to catch the freaking goat reference. Though. That was that's, pretty. That that's a that's, that's a fisherman. That's that is, somebody who knows. That's his, his fish. trade. He knows yes. what that is and what that means. And I love that. Um, and I wish I could. 
help you with the, with getting this to Justin. I yeah, um, I wish we had some sway over <laughs> Justin Herbert's uh, fishing choice, but we could get like one of those like planes where you drag a banner behind it, find out area that he lives in, put a phone number on it, come fishing, <laughs> like something like that. I, that's all. Something? That's all I can, that's all I can think of right now, uh, Mister Peckar. I I really feel like I'm gonna try and find a way to connect you guys somehow. I don't know how, but I'm gonna try. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like getting a group out there, that, that really should be easy. So Dude, anybody that's listening right yes. now, reach out to Mr. Peck R if you're looking to go fishing, because that's totally the guy who knows yeah. his fish. Um, all right, Mr. Peck R, thank you Thanks, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account, who asked the question. Hey, y'all, what's good? It's me, Ladanian. I think we should all have hope that we're going to be, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. This is the best roster since our 06, 09 days. Okay, bolt up, y'all, and you have a good one. Oh, yeah, and Q Johnson is my boy from TCU. Really is him. Oh, I still need to ask a question, fam. Okay, uh, what is your guy's favorite type of taco? I like them all. Okay, bolt up and stay classy. I, 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 you, you Ladanian Tomlinson? Like, I, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> like, you tried. I tried. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if if Ladanian talked like Porky Pig, then maybe we might have something. But Ladanian uh, as Porky, he's Pig. just a regular guy with a regular voice. So I don't know how else to to spin that. But uh, yes, I I love that uh, the mention of Q Johnston. Absolutely, I think he is the guy. Yeah. Uh, but a favorite type of taco? I didn't know there was more than one. Crunchy, <laughs> it was just... soft, crunchy, soft. Oh, okay. Where you at? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, you're opening my eyes. Oh. I didn't think. Uh, you can see clearly now. But I didn't take the uh, crunch factor into yeah. consideration. Yeah. I got to go back to the blackboard. Um, I don't know. Soft taco is actually pretty freaking good because it's usually like, I don't know. When I think of a soft taco, I think of like really good meat. Yeah. I love me some good meat in my tacos. I I love the crunch, dude. I love crunch the, is great. Don't get me wrong. But they got to be good. They can't be like the store bought shells. Yeah, Those things suck. Yeah, it's got to be like like homemade, like really good. Like San Diego had so many good joint like taco uh, mm-hmm. Mexican places that like holy shit. Like next level carne asada taco. That's my go to. I'll, I'll I will throw down like a fish taco though. I do I do like me a fish taco. Nice. Okay. Well, there you go. Tom Telesco's burner account. Thanks, Thank brother. you. For asking the question, let's move it on now to a Thier Kadir. A Thier! Who asked the question? Kadir. Wolf Dog, this is my great question for the coach, baby! Will Justin accept it if the new OC wants him to do three-step drop and ball if my defense can't do nothing? Montana was the best to do it! I love you. Bye, FTR, baby! Let's go! I'm Well, I mean... First of all, sorry, Kyle's not here. Sorry. Kyle's not here right now, but if you'd like to leave a message. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far as whether, I, I mean, wh- I don't, what does he normally do? <laughs> I don't know. Does well, he just, not normally? I, I guess the question is if uh, he wants to know, he wants him to do a three-step drop, just like get the ball out quicker. Um, yeah, but I think our offensive line can absolutely give him some time to let some shit develop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to, again, this is all the the point every year is that everybody's got to stay healthy and that includes the offensive linemen you know losing Rashawn Slater last year was a was a big ding uh and we even had you know Lindsley go down for a while we had to bring in Will Clapp yeah and um it it was just there was some roughness to our offensive line 
So if they can stay healthy, then obviously Joe, or Justin Herbert can take all the time he needs. Well, and Justin's the kind of guy he's going to take what they give him. So if it's like they start, right. they start putting an umbrella over the top of the coverage and start, you know, keeping all that shit down, he's going to do. He's going to get it out quick. He's going to get that, you know, the chunk stuff. And you got guys like you know our first round pick who yards after catch are next level. So get him the ball, let him do something with it. So I don't, I don't see that as a big deal in Montana. Yeah. If Montana can do it, Herbert can do it yeah, for sure. For sure. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Athir, I don't know if that was the answer you wanted. Uh, we'll we'll check in with Coach when he comes back. Uh, but thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Let's brother. move it on now to High Voltage, who asked the question. Guten Tag. I'm a mad German scientist who has built the world's greatest cloning machine. Being an Uber Chargers fan, I will let you clone one Chargers player from the current roster. Who will you clone? Perhaps you clone Rashawn Slater so you can have him play right tackle and left tackle at the same time. Or maybe you clone Joey Borsa so he could rush from both edges. Or perhaps you clone Justin Herbert so you have the ultimate QB insurance. I'll be over here eating a schnitzel while you decide. Choose wisely. Off me to say. <laughs> I love the German. Anytime the Germans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, this is a fun hypothetical. Like cloning a current player. Because, I mean, we've always talked about like bringing previous players back yeah. and stuff like that. But cloning somebody that's already there I to kind of help out. I feel strongly about this. Okay. Derwin James as the free oh, and the strong. Oh, <laughs> Get geez. out of my face. <laughs> You're not catching <laughs> Get shit. Get out of my face. <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> Could you imagine two Derwin James roaming the back of oh, that defense? man. That'd just like annihilation. Just like a lion just prowling in the back, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> just they're on the same page. They know what they're thinking and they know what's going to happen. Ah, it'd be a shutdown defense. James the it'd first, James the second. Dunzo. Let's go. Hopefully, wow. it's not that clone thing. You know, you've all seen multiplicity. The more you clone, the more kind of like. Oh, it's true. Little, yeah. not quite the sharpest of the bunch. So <laughs> you got to kind of set him up, maybe play next to the green dot so we can tell him where to be if he's not yeah. quite at the level. But right. physicality is there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a good answer. I uh I struggle to think of a of a comparable <laughs> answer. I do like the idea of Rashawn Slater at both sides, but like I mean, I'll say that just so it could be different, but damn, two Derman James. That's hard to that's would, hard to argue with. And I wouldn't mind for like the the insurance purposes, a Corey Lindsley, a second one, just waiting Ooh, in the wings. That's would a good be one pretty, too. I'd feel a lot better about our offensive line if there was a Corey, another Corey Lindsley just waiting to come in. Right. Yeah, that center is such an important that's position. so important. Yeah. Good answers. God, Kevin's stealing all the good answers. Sorry. So, sorry. No, that's... They, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'll give you spankings later. Okay. <laughs> High voltage. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move on now to the K-Man who asked the question. What are the chances the Chargers bring back Bryce Callahan? In my opinion, he was doing well at the end of the season. They might be able to get a sweetheart deal on him. Thanks, and I love you, boy. It's hard to say. It sounds like they're kind of interested in their, their young guys and developing them further. You know what I mean? Callahan kind of felt like a one one year where they kind of needed to fill it in. I don't know. It'd be cool to have him back, but I don't know 
if one of these younger guys has already stepped up and kind of taken that spot already, you know? Yeah. I think if I were to channel my inner Kyle right now, I would say that if they wanted him back, they would have done it by now. Yeah. Kind of thing. In the same sense that, you know, when we found out that Kyle Van Noy wasn't going to be coming back in the way that he was like, yeah, they don't want me back. Yeah. I, I think the same could be said for Callahan. They probably have him on speed dial, like as a just in case situation, yeah. because rip obviously cord. he played with the team. Yeah. Ripcord situation. But I think if they wanted him back, they would have had him back by now. And I and I have to agree. I think that they feel pretty confident in the in the team that they have now, especially getting J.C. Jackson back. I mean, having Bryce Callahan last year might not have even been a thing if J.C. Jackson didn't get the yeah. injury that he got. You move and ASJ in. Yeah, so you've got ASJ, you've got J.C. Jackson, you've got Mike Davis, and any other of, of the of the rookie pool that could come in and, and play in any of those spots. Yeah. So I, I don't think that he would come back. I would, like like you, I would love to see him back, K-Man, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So great question, though. Thank you for asking it. Uh, let's move it on now to Rebolted 2006. Who asked the question? Happy for the July weekend, Charger Chat crew and all the Bolt fam out there. Question. If Rivers were still in his prime with the team we have now, do you think we'd go deeper in the playoffs and take it all? Or if you switch Rivers with Herbert during 2006-2019 and sit behind Breeze for the first two years, do you think we'd have Super Bowl rings? I ask this because people demand Herbert take control of the offense and be a leader, which keeps him from being elite. Screw what the coach says, you know, the offense during the game mentality. With that said, Rivers embodies all that. So if we put Rivers with the team today, do we win it all if that's their take? That's a question to ponder. I would say it uh, the other way as well. Or could all this have been avoided if we had signed Rivers to a one-year contract, let Herbert learn a year, and Rivers would have already retired a charger, and Herbert would have been a PG trash talker with three kids already on the way? <laughs> that may be one of the biggest blunders the Chargers could have ever made. That and firing a 14-2 and two coach. Have safe travels and holidays, all of you. K, love you, bye. It's a crazy hypothetical because you're kind of having to weigh your love for both the quarterbacks at the same time. And do you think one would do better with the other? I, I don't I don't pick up the whole like he's not verbal enough and that's why we're not doing well. The Lindsay theory theory. <laughs> the Lindsay theory theory. I don't I'm not I don't fully support that. So <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like but you got to be it's got to be said like if you have Phil Rivers hit that first year you don't have the best rookie year of all time because Phil doesn't get hurt. Phil doesn't get shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not getting the rookie. Uh, Phil the is the black knight of the Monty Python it's, and the Holy Grail. He'll gum you to death. It's if he mainly has to a do flesh it. wound. <laughs> yeah. Like he's still playing. See. If he gets shot in the heart, you know what I mean? It's yeah. still happening. So I, I, I think it worked out the way it needed to work out. I would have loved that just as like a, from the outside looking in, but absolutely, um, yeah. I just it kind of needed to happen the way it happened. It'd be cool if he was a little PG trash talker, but that's just not him, dude. There's a lot of quarterbacks that haven't been talkers that you know, Eli Manning, the guy can't talk, he's not he did not talk on the field, he was the quietest guy, and he's got what two Super Bowls. So, right. I it just let, let's let him do his thing, let's get let him catch his rhythm, and I think he'll be great. Fourth year, in, like I always say, this fourth year in college, he won his Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. Let's get his fourth year in the uh, as a charge. Let's see what happens. I love that. Yeah, I, I 
I we all love Phil Rivers. We love what Phil Rivers brought to the game, the the character that he brought. Uh, but like Kevin said, that's just not who Justin is. And if anything, I think that's great. I think it's a way for him to separate himself from somebody like Philip Rivers, because if he came out and did the exact same thing, I, I think we would have different expectations. I think we would have different feelings. And I, I also, I love the idea of him sitting behind Phil Rivers. Like the, the idea of him learning more from Phil than he did from Tyrod Taylor, like that in, in your, in your mind, in the alternate universe, it's like, man, that would be amazing. Cool. That would have been so freaking cool. Imagine how much he could have learned from like one of the goats and it just didn't happen. But like Kevin said, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't live in the, in the multiverse that we do right now yeah. where Justin Herbert gets offensive rookie of the year and breaks all the records that he did. So, uh, it, it's an interesting thought and I, and I get it and I love it. Um, but I, I also love Justin Herbert. I love what he is right now. And like Kevin said, I don't necessarily agree that he's not the uh, the the talkative leader. The theory he's, theory. The theory theory. Like he is clearly the guy that like if you go back and watch the play the from especially his rookie year, the whole like I was in like he's screaming it. He's not just going like, um, pardon, me. excuse me. I think I was in. <laughs> yeah, I think you might want to recheck the replay yeah. because I believe I was in. He's like, no, I was in. Yeah. I was in like <laughs> that was him like and i think just because we don't necessarily see it or hear it i mean that's the thing justin herbert has never been mic'd up during a game we've had him mic'd up during practice he's not gonna let never ever been mic'd it. up during a game what do you think the reason behind that is do you think he's just shy and bashful or do you think he because it'd be the movie the artist there would be no talking it'd be all just <laughs> action that's all it would be. be a <laughs> silent movie from the 30s. I don't think that's the I don't think that's true. I think that there's some actual genuine gems that he would say. I think personally, I, I there's almost kind of more of a mystery to it. It's like taking it back to the horror movie thing. Like mm -hmm. the bad guy is so much scarier when you can't see him or you don't know where he is and you don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Justin Herbert is so much scarier. Jaws. He is Jaws when you don't see him and you don't know what he's doing. And then, boom, he hits you with a freaking 72-yard touchdown or something like that. 90-yard touchdown! touchdown! Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, great hypothetical. Great Love question. Rebolted 2006. Thank you for Happy asking Happy 4th, it. buddy. Happy 4th of July. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, Zachary. who asked the question. If you can make any change to the uniform, which would you change? Now I'm going to come out at this with one I would remove and one I would be okay with. I'm not a fan of the white jerseys. I feel like they're kind of boring. I would make the powder blue the away jerseys and then have Navy and Royal be the home jerseys. I wouldn't mind if they added the yellow jerseys that I've seen around for away games or even the rumored black jerseys for home games. All right. Yeah, well, they are pretty colorless. I'm not going to lie. The the whites are pretty white. The, well, the whites are white. And I, I understand. I, I get the idea of like, eh, it's boring. I don't know, man. The white out, like when the white on white, like white jersey, white pants, like there's something kind of special about that. It's very clean. Yeah. You know, you could say eh, it's boring or you could say it's clean. I'm going to say it's clean. Yeah. So I, I, I don't necessarily have the same feeling about that. Um, 
I'm surprised that they like with all the jerseys from other teams where they have these throwback jerseys. If Pittsburgh can do these freaking bumblebee ass jerseys, (laughs) why haven't the Chargers tried to do like the old cool powder blue, like the retro kind of jerseys? Like, I don't know if it's because like now they're in L.A. and they just kind of want it's not that they're turning their back on San Diego, but it's like, hey, man, it's a new generation, it's new town, new team. We we're starting a new path and we're not referencing the old or maybe just more time needs to pass. Like maybe it's still too fresh that, you know, we're less than a decade removed from leaving San Diego that we need to have more time so that it doesn't quite sting as much Yeah, for going back to some of those cool retro alternate jerseys. But um, I'm with you. I think like there should be some kind of special, you know, the, the ones that we have right now. I love the Royal blue. I love the Navy. I love the powder blue. I love the white. And I love the yellow pants. So to me, I wouldn't necessarily change anything. I don't, I, I saw this too, like the, the whole black jersey nonsense. Like, no, I don't get that. No, I, I don't get the idea of bringing black into, into the no, fray. Like, no, I guess thank you. black is always kind of like the cool looking color, but that's just not what the chargers are. They've never had that kind of color incorporated into, into their jerseys. Yeah. Except for merchandise. I've seen a couple of merchandise jerseys where they've been like they, black they, with they don't like look yellow right. letters. They don't look right. When I'm they wa- don't. When I'm, wa- when I'm wearing a jersey and I want to walk into the stadium, I want it to be powder blue. Like yeah. That's the, I'm not buying a white jersey. I'm buying powder blue. So I am fully with you on getting rid of the whites, making powder blue the away, and then doing something special at home. I think sure. that's awesome. I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, maybe not the Navy, just because we don't fare very well in the Navy. Uh, I'd love to flip that. but just, <laughs> We got to flip don't. that. We that gotta, has to change. Yeah. Totally. Because I like I like the navy jersey, but man, we gotta win one in those jerseys, or please. What I, I haven't seen what this combo looks like, but what if you did a way you did white with powder blue pants? White with powder blue pants. How would that yeah. look with the gold with the gold bolt on the side? Oh yeah, just a see thought. That. Just a thought. Maybe it there, doesn't. There's work. a lot of combos with the current colors that they have that they really haven't tried playing with. Because like the royals and the and the navies. Like those are color rush uniforms. So yeah. they're all the same color. But if you can, can incorporate those in a mix and match with the pants and in the in the shirt or the jersey rather, I think that would be that would be interesting to see. Okay. So but hard pass on the black for me. Hard pass. Yeah, hard pass on the black, man. I get it. They're cool looking, but that's just not us. Hard that ain't pass. it. Too so, raidery. Yeah. Zachary Shelton, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Danny Lags, who asked the question. Hey yo, young bucks. Did you see maybe all black unis? Hey, we were just talking about that. Kevin and Kyle, what's the food drink menu looking like when golfing? Maybe a glizzy at the turn? <laughs> My dog, wool dog, how do we get the blue beard back? What's a good first game for the season ritual at Thunder Alley? LFG. CC. Some good questions in here. You went full out for the one. No black unis. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We saw it. We saw the rendition. I just don't think so. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> honestly, golfing. It's really just beer. Like, there's not a lot. Like, that's what we eat and drink. <laughs> it's more drink than food. You throw really. <laughs> you throw a couple bags of sun chips or some Doritos at the turn. You're not you're not eating a whole meal. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what you're getting at the turn. Whatever's on the, you know, that quick, that little thing with like the, the pinch the chips, you pull them off. That's kind of what we, kind of what we do. We don't really think it too far. We're just so excited that we're we're together playing that it's like, all right, well, forgot to eat. Sorry, honey, but we got a cooler for a full of beer. Yeah, so. we're good. 
But yeah, that's that's that for golfing. Yeah. Uh the blue beard, we we I do need to I gotta exercise the blue beard because when we did it, it was for that Jaguars game and I still think it, you go kilt, dude. I think we gotta take that back. It's it's I'm I want to draw more attention up here, not so much <laughs> down here. <laughs> okay. So I, I kind of want to bring the blue beard back and I might, maybe I'll bring that back for, for the week one. I don't know. Cause I, I feel like it has to, it's gotta be clean because like, if we, if we lose again with the blue beard, I'm going to feel like dog shit. I'm going to feel beard terrible. For sure. Yeah. I might just like rip it off my face at the stadium. <laughs> oh God. And it would be, it'll be sad. There'll be a lot of tears, yeah. a lot of blood, lot of um, blood. <laughs> but, uh, but I'd love to bring it back. I'd love for it to be a thing. So Maybe, maybe we'll see. But uh, and then a good first game of the season ritual. First game of the season ritual. Hmm. We've had we've been to the prior two first open home openers, uh, and we haven't really set a ritual. Rituals is, are only good as long as they work. So you can true. There's a couple ways you can start off. One, if you wear a jersey when you watch the Charger games, you pick pick the same undershirt every week. Lock hmm. it in. Lock that in. Yeah. You could go underwear. It's another energy. It's up to you. I just try and pick an item that you wear on game one and carry that until until it doesn't work. Then find something else. <laughs> until it don't work no <laughs> until more. Until it don't work no more. Then find something else. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hey, if any of you guys have a good first game of the season rituals, let us know because we or might go to the game. That's a that could be it. That's our going kind to of the ritual. game is yeah. That, that's our that is a ritual. ritual. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and we have kept it alive for two years, going on three. Let's go. Uh, we'll see what we can do. But yeah, if you guys have thoughts on good uh, first game of the season rituals, let us know. Put them down in the comments. Hell yeah, uh, Danny Lags. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Justin Savercool. Justin, who asked the question? All right, no more bullshit. Who's winning in a UFC style cage fight? Kevin or Kyle? Also, Adam, if possible, give stats of both brothers. Miss you guys. Can't wait to see you this season. Game on it. Bye. <laughs> oh, I miss Justin. Looking forward to that first game, brother. <laughs> Bring that energy. Um. All right. I guess this is a, much, this is is a much easier debate fight. today. Really, this is really nice and comfortable. I feel <laughs> there's no one to fight with. You. I feel confident here. Um, it's a no contest. <laughs> uh, I trained a little jujitsu. So I could get yeah. it to the ground. I think stand up, we're about equal. Neither one of us have like taken boxing or anything. So it's just gonna be right. like haymakers. Yeah. So this this could go either way. It really could. I think my my undying hate for losing to Kyle could bring up an extra like dad energy or like dad <laughs> power. Um that, you know, the ref might call it done and I won't be finished. That kind of thing. <laughs> I won't be finished. I'm gonna cover those fing ankles. <laughs> um all right well the only thing that i could say is i've wrestled kev granted this was back in like the oh, college days oh six <laughs> back at the oh what was that hamlin house? house i don't think it was i think hamlin was the that was apartment the sh- that we lived no in. hamlin was the shitty house that we had was the, that it yeah okay with the with the swamp cooler air conditioner oh, god that was the worst in the valley it was brutal but we did have a backyard, and there was a night where Kevin. Wanted We're watching you. It was a UFC night. We we're gonna fucking wrestle. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I don't want to." He's like, "Come on, dude." I'm like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> and sure enough, he kicked my ass. So 
This isn't an open invitation, Kyle, for you to come and wrestle me so I could be like, well, Kevin beat me fast. Hey, if you know, if like you that. know, you know my strength and my power, I think it's That's the what easiest I'm way to compare it would be for Kyle to wrestle you. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm older, I'm fatter, and I'm worse for wear. So I don't want that. But uh, yeah, hey, I would, uh, I'd have to side with Kevin just because I know it. I've experienced it. But and Kyle's Kyle, not here. And Kyle's not here to defend himself. <laughs> exactly. So here we are. Um, <laughs> Great week to ask this, Justin. I really appreciate your timing. <laughs> Justin, thank you uh, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to JTEX03, who asked the question. Being in SoCal, you definitely feel a presence of other teams during home games. The sheer volume of people in Los Angeles and the city not having a team for so long can do that. Do you think that if the Chargers win the Super Bowl, we will see a monumental shift in home crowds? I've been to StubHub when the move happened to now being a season ticket holder at SoFi, and I can see the difference and feel the presence. Bonus question. Here's a rough one. Justin Herbert is an elite QB. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Sober's rivers, but he never won a ring. If Herbert was destined to have the same fate as Rivers, as long as he's a charger, would you want him to be a charger forever? Or if he switches, there is a 100% he will win, but he can never be a charger again or retire a charger. And the chargers will not honor slash work with him in any way, shape, or form. Sorry, I know Kyle will try to find a loophole. As always, fuck the Raiders. I love you. Bye. And welcome back, JTEX. I'm looking through our little database. And last time we heard from you was, I think, episode 177. So, wow. Welcome back, my friend. Welcome back. With yeah. A, with a banger. A real, real banger of a question. A real head scratcher. Yeah. Um, as far as the the first question, uh, you know, if the if the Chargers come in a Super Bowl, will we see a monumental shift in home crowds? Absolutely. Oh yeah, and it's Super Bowl will do that for any team, and especially the Chargers. It's happening right now, man. Like from when, because I went to StubHub games every year they were there, and where we are now, the year what is this year three we're going into, um, fans being at SoFi, With fans being there, yeah. It's just like at each game I go to, there's more Charger fans, and it's louder, and we understand the rhythm, we understand when stuff happens. It's just like. I don't know. It, it's ha- it was just a matter of time. It was just going to take time to build it up, and it will go over the top. Um, I think the Chargers are doing it a little differently than the Rams. It doesn't feel like the Rams have quite the fan base. I'm seeing a lot of fans, like throw the Rams fans, selling their tickets online and stuff. So mm. I, I I think they they got their Super Bowl, and then they kind of you know did it and had to lose they went all down their players. Hard, though, yeah, they, they they threw all their money at winning that Super Bowl and now they don't have the product on the field. I think our guys were set up to have product on the field for a much longer and that's much way more fun to watch. Especially oh, yeah. when you have Justin Herbert. Like that's just you tune in, you want to see what the highlights going to be, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, and like you said, you've already seen the shift and so yeah, if a Super Bowl happens, especially for a team that has never won a Super Bowl, it would be huge. That that would bring it would be sellouts for every game 100 percent. yeah um but then your bonus question this hypothetical of uh justin herbert following the same career path as rivers of being just an amazing quarterback but never winning a ring this is the hardest question i think i've ever i've ever heard 
Or if he switches, he, he will win a ring, but he can never be a Charger or retire a Charger. This is basically like, do we want to take the glory away from Justin Herbert of ever winning a Super Bowl? And uh, well, I, I say yes. As a selfish Charger fan, uh, he stays I would, a Charger. Yeah, he stays a Charger. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 would, I completely agree. I, I mean, as much as I love Justin Herbert and I would love for, for him to win it, he's got to win it with us. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, he's got to win it with us. And I know the hypothetical says that he doesn't win a ring. But the the argument of, ha- I mean, having Justin Herbert for an entire career to do amazing things, I I mean, I guess I know it's all about winning the ring. Uh, I this, hate this, this question. Now that question. I think about it, like yeah, now the then, Chargers, it guarantees the Chargers never win a ring. But then for as long as Justin Herbert's a, a quarterback. But then you're asking, like, if if you're guaranteeing he won't win, and you could probably trade the elite quarterback to get a quarterback that could win. Yeah, I guess there's something f-ed up to think about in there too. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with uh, D all the above on this one because I I don't have a good answer. It kind of makes me sad. The the way the way that I just talked myself into it of him. Never winning a ring means the Chargers never never win yeah. a ring for the entirety that we have Justin Herbert. For 10 more years. For 10 years. more years. And if the goal is to win a ring as much as I love then Justin Herbert, then he, we would have to let him go if we can't win a ring. If you could see in the future you're not going to want to win win a championship with him, then you have to... Then you'd you have can't. to let him go. Yeah. Yeah. But that's well, you did you a full 180 on that. I did because, well, in my mind, it was just like, no, he needs to stay a charger because I love Please Justin Herbert. I've got all of his jerseys and his, and his trading cards and stuff, but uh, and his soap. But uh, <laughs> I that would just mean that the Chargers couldn't win a ring and the Chargers need to be able to win a ring. Yeah. So, in that weird hypothetical, then yes, you let him go, but I don't foresee that happening. No, we're gonna win Not with just a Herbert. ring with him. This has been such a huge change, a huge everything he, it's got to happen so jtex03 thank you for asking that question uh let's move it on now to kyle goodwin who asked the question if you were able to communicate with a player in their dreams who would it be <laughs> what what would you tell them you have the power to do whatever you want in these dreams just don't be too kinky, Kevin. Please. <laughs> what is? I don't know. Is that your kinky That's my face? Bedroom eyes. <laughs> no wonder you have four boys. <laughs> Who could fe- say no to that face? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. All right. Well, this is an interesting question because it, it's like Inceptions, the movie Inception, where you could. Communicate with somebody and kind of incept the thought. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have good enough thoughts to implant in any of these people to like make them better. Um, (laughs) I I mean, I can't just go in the dream and be like, do better. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they are better. I think Um, the only way this would work is if they're like going to bed before a big game and they're stressed out and I can go in there and like, like make a fart joke or like fart (laughs) or something like kind of like they wake up with a smile. And then yeah. their day is good, and that day being the day they win us the Super Bowl, like I yeah. jump in and and whisper to and probably have to be the Justin, like I don't know something funny, something <laughs> funny, <laughs> something funny, <laughs> Justin, hey. knock knock, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up dad joke, yeah, um, 
man, yeah. I mean, if if you could see in the future and like prevent an injury or something like that to tell them like, hey, and the second on this quarter. play, <laughs> don't plant your right leg or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't think of what what else I would say because like I don't necessarily want to calm anybody down. Everybody's got to come out there with like a ferocity of like we want to win. Like you don't want to be like, hey man, chill out. Can like, I can I go into like a Chiefs dream? Like a Patrick Mahomes. You know what? Really it doesn't say not a Charger player, so I will allow it. Yeah. So I would go in there and tell oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> you are a stupid looking piece of shit and you're not going to win today. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to win go today. Into, yeah. I would go into every other <laughs> opposing yeah. team you know player. You know what also sucks? And just like Your run brother. around naked yeah. and like, yeah. you know, Windmill. just like teabag them all yeah. and everything like that and yeah. just like... <laughs> and like scream exorcist lines at them yeah. like <laughs> make it really creepy and unsettling so they i'd like to go on both sides smile for my team a mm-hmm. cold sweat out of coming out of that dream for the opponent yeah especially patrick mahomes yeah which i like what, it what injury are you gonna fake in this game pat hey pat <laughs> hey pat what hurts right now hey pat your knee do you see it Cause you gotta believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it. I'll see it when I believe it. Nerd. Um, all right. Well, great question, Kyle. I, I'm sorry we couldn't think of anything. I like the idea of doing it to opposing players. I think that's way more yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, but thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Boltville seven one four, who asked the question. Hello, Bolt Fam. So I was super stoned by the time Craig's segment came on the last episode and his intro inspired this question. So pretend that each of you somehow got transported to an alternate universe where each of you got to meet the female versions of the other two (laughs) while replacing your own counterpart, a female, with a remaining male. What would your names be? What would each of you guys be like? And what would be similar to what would be different? What would be your best features? Have fun with it, boys. I mean, ladies, ha. And say hello to the brisket dudes for <laughs> us in these alternate universes. FTR and K love you bye. All right. Well, there's there's a lot to unpack here. Big time. Um, as far as like there being female versions of each other. I think if I guess the podcast would be sexier. It would be much sexier. <laughs> so much sexier. Kyle, if he was a lady. He'd be more of like a Karen, you know, like not, not our Karen, but just kind of like a shittier, like kind of, let me talk to your manager kind of energy. I kind of see that as a Kyle. Uh Um, And then I kind of see you as kind of like, I don't know, like my cool aunt who's like funny, like my older aunt. It's like more like Melissa McCarthy or something like that. Yeah. That'd be nice. The, the. Yeah, Karen and the Melissa. Goofy, goofy lady. And no offense, Karen. I love you, Karen. Oh, I, didn't I, mean, would, I didn't mean that. I, and I would 100% be a, like a crazy cat lady. Oh, like, well, I'm already, like, I already have meows. two cats. I'd probably have like 10. That'd be a lot of, <laughs> it'd be hard to record with you because there'd be a lot of meow meows in the background. Be cats. Yes. Yeah, a lot of meow meows. <laughs> um, if you got it for you, how do I picture you? <laughs> Uh, I, 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 you would have to, I, you would probably be more of like the tomboy. I would, you would probably be the kind that like, is just kind of cool to hang out with as yeah. far as like, you're not like, you're not going to girls nights. 
you're you're hanging with the guys with because the, you're just yeah. that kind of a that kind of a lady. Yeah. Thank <laughs> like, you. <yeah. laughs> Love it. This is weird. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I hope you're high right now, Boltville, because I hope this yeah, is what you I hope this <laughs> takes you on a nice trip because this is this is strange. Uh, it's um, feeling sexier in here as we go. And yeah, the the brisket dudes would probably have the top rated podcast. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they would be the number one. Yeah, eat their <laughs> eat their shorts. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you Brisket go. Dudes. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, Boltville 714, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, uh, for asking the questions in this very quick turnaround uh, episode. We'll put this up at the regularly scheduled time, but we needed to record it early before Kevin ships off overseas. Kyle's clearly didn't get the memo and he's already gone. He's already on the plane. So I think he's already uh, over there sipping on a pina colada. That son of a gun. Bitch. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any, any final thoughts there, Kev? No, I got nothing. It was really great hanging out with you and having a really peaceful, calm, respectful time and no one's feelings were heard and everyone just had, you know, smiles. We just had a good time. Just a bunch of smiles and chuckles, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, the do, do we want to tease the next episode as far as what, yeah. we're, what we're doing? Okay. So next episode, we're not necessarily doing... We won't have what we Ask normally Bolt do. We won't have Ask Bolt Fam next week. Yeah, we're taking won't one be week Ask off. Bolt Fam. We're taking a week off from that. Uh, we we will still have an episode next week, but uh, we're gonna do a little something different. Uh, one that we've I mean, after oh almost three hundred episodes, we've done a lot of Ask Bolt Fam. So because we're not doing an Ask Bolt Fam next week, there's gonna be a best of. Ask we're going. Fam. We're going back in time. Oh yeah, we're gonna go back. I mean, we've got all the episodes saved, <laughs> and we're gonna find some of the best questions that we've had from previous episodes for your viewing pleasure. So, uh, tune in next week to check out the best of Ask Bolt Fam as well and as a few other YouTube. There's gonna be a little video. Video you might you're not gonna want to miss. Miss. That's right. Yeah. There's a, we've got a few other specials lined up for next week. But uh, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us here. At Charger Chat, folks, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Oh, okay, love you, bye. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Happy 4th of Hoo-ha. July. Hoo-ha. Happy 4th. Oh, and I'm proud to be. <laughs> 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 and now, a word from our sponsors. When you feel the need for a 4th of July meal, look no further than Papa Duggan's Grill. If slightly burnt hamburgers is your thing, then Papa Duggan's Grill is the place for you. You can also get the Papa Duggan Special, which includes little patties not equally cooked on a Hawaiian roll, bread and butter pickle, homemade fries, and a beer. Come on down to Papa Duggan's Grill for the 4th and watch the fireworks fly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.